welcome all you peoples and non-peoples, plants and animals alike. Ooh. We appreciate you joining us here in the Tag and Brand. You're all podcast. We appreciate anyone who has some way of transferring waveforms into audible sound. We appreciate you being here and joining this mm-hmm. conversation that me and my buddy Brandon here are going to have. And that's right, I I didn't introduce you, I just said your name. My name's Taggart, and that over there is <laughs> Brandon. That's right. Yeah. Stole it from you. Well, I'm glad we're finally recognizing all our um, non uh, simian is that the word I want? Sure. Sapien? Sapien. Non-sapien entities? Absolutely. And non-simian. You know, right. like you don't have to be a simian. We're not we're not discriminating here. Everyone's welcome. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So yeah. So Brandon and I are just we're just talking. You've just come upon us on a regular conversation that we would have on the streets if we ran into each other. And uh, it might be interesting to you, and hopefully it is, because we want you to stick around if you feel the need for speed, which we're not, we don't have any of, so that's, it's different. But a little bit of sizzle, a little bit of foreshadowing, a little bit of maybe, maybe. (laughs) So, anyways, we'll get into it here and start us off today with a little segment we like to call the question of the day. So we've got something I wanted to to kind of go over. Um, so Ooh. right now we are like halfway through the twenty of twenty. Yes, the, the six month mark. Um, we are on the downward slope of of twenty twenty. Yes, and um, I'm just uh, curious. So far, if you were to make a time capsule. And packet full of stuff representing your 2020. Ugh. What? <laughs> what would it be? And interestingly enough, now that I think about it, like, you know, also, like, what would be, like, the most valuable thing you'd be willing to put in there, I guess, is too. Oh. So, yeah. All right. So, if we're time. So, yeah. So, what's your 2020? We're time capsuling this. 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going like hindsight is this time capsule. <laughs> this year. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> oh. I, I this was supposed just you just remind me, this is supposed to be the year of perfect sight. The mm-hmm. the year of uh Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2020. Um, yes, but uh, at the beginning of the year, I was like, uh, it's going to be like clarity year, you know, the year mm-hmm. of perfect sight. And um, it's been more confusing than ever. It's been confusing, but we've had a lot of time to think. And maybe some mm-hmm. things are becoming more clear. Um, but uh, golly, not in the way that we had thought. So. Anyways, you just reminded me of that. But what would I put in a time capsule to say, hey, you guys missed 2020. We wanted to let you guys know what fun you missed. Um, mm-hmm. Golly. Uh, okay. Well, you got to start with the obvious things, right? You got to put in a little little mask. Face mask. A little yeah. face mask. 
you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta put in a, a a bottle of Corona, I guess, just for funs, just for funnies. <laughs> it doesn't have to be full. Maybe empty would be better, but uh, just for funnies. <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about the beer and not like a bottle of no, coronavirus. No, we put the virus in there. No, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. No, they're like, why do they put an empty beer bottle in here? And we... To be opened in 50 years to release the virus again <laughs> on right. the world. Let's see how those antibodies are holding on. Um, yeah. Uh, no, that that's that's maybe not obvious. Um, other than they that, supposedly had like a smallpox outbreak from like an old jar that had like smallpox in it yeah like you know like a century ago or something like that anyway crazy yeah um other than that golly what would i put i would put uh (laughs) anything i can think of is just so sad um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Charles and Heston's going to be like, <laughs> they did it. it they really did it. They did it. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I would put in a song. So there's a song. Um, all right. So little context. Ooh, what medium? How are you? Okay. Do the song first. And then Fair we'll enough. Medium. We can talk that. Um, so... Uh, for those of you who are familiar with my boy Ben Folds, I call him my boy, but we <laughs> don't know each other. Um, mm-hmm. For the last 13 weekends, he has been doing a... Oh, I should have used this for my new. Um, he's been doing... <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing a, uh, uh, a live stream on Facebook. Uh, live stream okay. concert where he people wow. write into okay. the requests and he plays the songs and mostly his mm-hmm. stuff. But towards the end, he got enough requests for some covers that he actually like learned some songs that people wanted to play, and he played some of those and whatever. But on the mm-hmm. so this last weekend, uh, last Saturday was the last week that he is doing it. He's now going to focus okay. on like. Real, recording real. and releasing an album mm-hmm. but he um, he had written a song apparently and p- put it down about t- 2020 um, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the whole concept is how many years can we squeeze into one year and <laughs> okay yeah it's it's a it's sad and I mean, it's kind of somber and minorish sounding and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh you know so he references these years like uh uh you know like the 60s for like uh you know uh the race issues uh and oh, okay he, yeah the civil rights movement right yeah. he references 1918 mm-hmm. for for uh, Spanish, Spanish flu, flu. And, uh, and some other things and he doesn't name what those things are he wants you to be smart and to know what the year you know know some history and so why he's referring American to pie, American Pie style kind of right mm-hmm. but, uh, but but he's basically saying we've done all this and yet we have to do it again 
in this year, and we're only halfway through. So that would be a mm-hmm. cool thing to put in there. Um, people might not get it, but uh, it seems pretty poignant now. When I was listening to it, I was like, dang, this is a good song, Ben. My boy. Um, so as That's awesome. Yeah, so as medium goes, I don't know, uh, maybe throw something in of everything. Hey, if we got to live every year in one... We better put it on every medium, <laughs> right? We'll put it on a, a right. 45. We'll put it on an 8-track. We'll put it on a cassette, on, on a CD. Put it on a flash drive. Um, game on. We'll, we'll even, just, we'll even, we'll even start. Disc. Ooh, a mini disc. Definitely. And we'll even open our own time capsule iTunes account and buy it on there <laughs> just in case iTunes is still around in 50 years we'll put the password and the username right. in there so they can sign on and check the song out um, uh, that would be fun and crazy um, anyways what about like those little um, little hip clips teen- hip yes <laughs> exactly those little hip clips that just play one Almost probably not all it's of about like two, Britney Spears two, songs. two minutes or a minute and a half of a song. <laughs> right. Yeah. Stronger. And then the song was just over. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, Tamaga- the Tamagotchi of song. Oh, dude. <laughs> of media players. Dude, my buddy's Whoa. little sister had a ton of those things, man. Um, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the hip clip. We'll have to throw a hip clip in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> They'd be like, all these things came from this year? And we're like, just the song, just the song. Um, just the song, but it's it's a metaphor. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Oh, no, that's interesting. Yeah, we'd have to put something in there representing like house arrest, quarantine. What would that, what would that mm-hmm. be? Ooh, just like the, the fact of being inside your house. For forever, yeah. Like you know, so many of us yeah. have lived this That's, year a I mean, lot in our home, and how do we signify right. that? Well, that that's that's interesting because yeah, I mean, like I was thinking, like yeah, like a Zoom meeting or you know, like all oh, these things yeah. that you know, all these re reunitions, uh, reunitations <laughs> of uh, like <laughs> the cast of Goonies or yeah, you're talking the, about Josh you know, Gad. Yeah, like Joint. and stuff like that. Right. Well, even you know, even been stuff doing like a lot of, oh, and Parks and Rec like and news. all those things. That, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like all these cast members that like. Well, if we don't have to get in the same place, like I can, you know, they're, at least sit in front of a camera. Oh well, yeah, and they're like, you know, we're 20, home. 20 it's 20 not minutes. like yeah. I'm going. You know, mm-hmm. I just gotta make sure I ate before, so I'm not grumpy. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I was trying to think of how to represent that. You got to put something in there. You got to put a little stuffed tiger in for Tiger King. <laughs> I think. I think Tiger King. I mean, yeah, it, okay. It had its rise and it had its its fall real fast, but right. I think it it adequately represents that first month of quarantine where people are just like, oh my god, I'm just watching anything show, I can get on. Yeah, this show is ridiculous. And everything. So a little stuffed, <laughs> little uh, stuffed animal tiger. Nice. No, not a stuffed tiger, obviously. A stuffed animal um, tiger with a crown on its head. Yeah, Tiger exactly. King. Yep. Um, and then, 
Yeah, I'm from. I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, like as far as like, you know, a Zoom meeting or yeah, what would you do for a Zoom meeting or something like that? Like, I mean, literally, I would put in like a tie and like pajama pants, or like what I would wear would be like a polo and a polo and pajama pants. You know, just like just include a collared shirt. Just include a green screen so they can do the back, do your uh, space background in the. Mm-hmm. During the meeting, nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just put like this um, is office attire for this year. Mm-hmm. Business pants casual. and a tie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I think like it'd be kind of hard also to represent like a new home. Like, put your like keys in there, you know. But that right. again, this is like also like what's the most valuable thing you want to put in there where you're just like, Oh great. Now I can't get my keys for 50, 50 years. Like that sucks. We should just, uh, you could just put a copy of your key in there. And no, just, it's gotta be the original. Okay. Well then give them the original. You keep the copy <laughs> and just make sure you the change deed. the locks. Make sure the, the locks deed are to my property. Are cha- which, oh, yeah. wow. Whoa. Um, solar panels. Yeah, so you could just do a little solar panel for you. Know, like you a yeah, little, little solar solar guy there. Um, I'm trying to think. So, like when you were talking about, yeah, cramming everything in and and it being so uh, so much and everything like that. Like, um, I just remember kicking it off 2020. Um, like. Stephanie and I were just so super sick to the point where we yeah. recently uh, went and gave blood um, at the um, American Red Cross. Um, and they, you know, partially to get like a free check if we had COVID antibodies, you know, right. to see if we if had, you had been, it earlier in the year. Had it earlier. Yeah. Because. I mean, I know the timing doesn't work out very well with, you know, when it supposedly first outbreaks in the U.S. and everything. But, like, like well, they're always there was just, behind, though. Like, know? well, yeah, there was, like, a three-week period, specifically, like, at the beginning of January, where I, like, Stephanie got super sick and, like, missed a couple of days of work and just was, like, going to die <laughs> and felt really bad. And then I got it. And I was so dead and so like coughing all the time, and it was just not fun at all. I was driving around at midnight in the snow, like you know, two like you know, it till almost like two a.m. trying to find a place that sold like cough medicine, right? Because Walmart had just closed and everything like that, and maybe I talked about that, but it was just so bad, and I just could not get rid of this cough and I just couldn't sleep. I couldn't go to work, like all this kind of different stuff. And just looking back on it, we're like, I wonder if that was it. Apparently it wasn't. We've both tested negative for the antibodies, but at the same time, they don't necessarily persist that long. Right. Right. Um, and everything like that. But, um, I know a couple other people around that, you know, just, whether it was COVID or whether it was just a really bad flu this, uh, this, this year, like it was just not fun. No. And then, yeah. No, we had something too. Like, 
mm-hmm. late February or early March or something. And mm-hmm. so I haven't been checked, so I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was the 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 sickness, as it were. But <laughs> the sickness, the sickness. Yeah, and so. Um, so yeah, we were just like, ugh, 2020 starting out terribly. Love it. And then like, yeah, and then this whole thing, and then like, um, I'm trying to think of what would represent like the earthquake because that was the first earthquake I've ever. Oh felt, yeah. And everything like that. So, um, I don't know. I can't think of. The only thing I can think of is like, Jello. That would be terrible. <laughs> after, after 50 years. Yeah, no, no, that's, uh, no, that's no good. Uh, put some Lincoln Logs in um, there. Oh, no, topple buildings. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, everything I can think of for those things is like print out a Zoom logo, print out a yeah, seismic exactly. reading, print out a, mm-hmm. just pieces of paper, but that's, those don't hold up that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, I mean, with like, you know, getting married and stuff like that, you just, I mean, put like wedding flowers in there or something like that. Yeah. But, cause yeah, I mean, kind of what sparked this is, uh, with their uh, wedding pictures and stuff. Um, my mom made masks for us that matched like my suit and Stephanie's dress, and right. we took pictures. And then she made some for the wedding party and everything. She just wanted something to kind of represent, you know, that we got married in the middle of COVID and all that kind of different stuff. Right. And, you know, she's like, well, you can show your grandkids and da 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 da, you know, and say, oh, we had to wear masks and stuff. And I'm like, oh, you're assuming that this isn't just how it's going to be for the rest of forever. <laughs> like, I mean, who's to say that this isn't becoming like the new normal that you just. When you're in a public place, you just, you know, wear a mask. You don't get your spittle all over everything. Right. And there, and stuff like that. It's it's interesting that we've we've ebbed and flowed with this, like, you know, we, we did our, our game on, um, you know, con- contagious diseases and, you know, op- you know, pandemics and everything like that. But it's interesting, like, yeah, like, how long is this going to kind of last until everybody's kind of comfortable being like, Oh, well, I don't have to wear a mask anymore because, I mean, right um, after after SARS, I mean, some people in Asia wore masks like still every day. It was like, oh, yeah, but it's something that they have done for a while. I don't know if it started with SARS or not, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, in Colorado, we've got some spikes. So they are um, they are now requiring that you wear a mask if you go out at all, mm-hmm. anywhere you go. And uh, and uh, they are closing all the bars again. So Ooh. they reopened them all up, and now they're closing them back down. Right. Um, as of today, that was Ouch. today. So, yeah, so it's not getting better faster <laughs> here necessarily. Yeah, they just issued the same thing out here where if you're out in public, you have to wear a mask. And something I saw um, that was kind of interesting, I don't know how many states have this rule, but um, they had to make a special consideration for concealed uh, 
carry licenses to like you know carry your gun around and stuff um that you can still do you can still uh have your concealed weapon and be wearing a mask because i guess there's some law that you can't do both in normal circumstances you know yeah like obviously you're trying to cover your face and trying to cover your you know firearm that seems a little sus but now it's just like well i don't want my gun getting spit on it and sneezed on so trying to keep it (laughs) it's it's really you know it's really not good for for the uh you know mechanism to have to sanitize this gun all the time oh my goodness well no but i mean yeah it was just like i just noticed that i'm like oh that's something that i would not have even considered where it's like why aren't you wearing a mask it's like well because i can get arrested because i'm carrying a firearm you know like it's like oh okay well that's interesting yeah that's strange yeah um we'd have to do something i mean our podcast didn't necessarily start in 2020 but i mean no it hasn't you can represent that just a little microphone or something yeah. In in there, keep continuing the podcast and everything. Yeah, man. I don't know. Have you ever created have you ever had a time capsule or been part of a time capsule opening or anything? Um like that? yeah, I want to say yes. In elementary school we did. <laughs> um mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you one single thing that was inside that. No idea. Right. I think no idea. it would be interesting. Yeah, if a if an elementary school, obviously they got tons of grounds, right? Right. They they got tons of space in most elementary schools in I guess sub suburbia. Um, they should do like a, a time capsule every year. Every year, you know, have the yeah, because if you think about it, if you started a time capsule tradition, right. Uh, every year um and the kids graduating elementary school or whatever got to pick right so they're like fifth graders or something right or the fifth graders they got to pick what went into it you know and you know it was a good like well let's look back at the year like what important things happened you know we elected a new president or we you know had like a new whatever you know historical event and blah 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 and so they put all these things that represent it and then you do one every year and they don't have to be big you know they could be like you know the size of like a football or something you know just like a right um and everything and then in say 20 years time or 30 years time because you know our elementary school like what Jolie went there first, right? In like, what was it like when it was first built? Like, did she start in? It wasn't kindergarten. She started in like first or second grade, right? Yes, something, yeah, something like that. She definitely went to a different school first. So I mean, like, you know, if that was, uh, you tell me how long ago was that? Dude, the, the math I don't have, but it was a while ago now. 
Right. I mean, let's say like, yeah, that's more than 30 years ago. So if you did it like, you know, a tw- even 20 years to a kid, 20 years is a hundred, you know? <laughs> right. Like, you know, and like teachers may be like, um, they might last 20 years plus, you know, at a specific school or something like that. But anyway, you start that tradition you're burying these things you got 20 holes and by the time you get to like you know 20 then you start digging them up right so then you do uh a ceremony where you guys bury you you dig up one bury the other one and then you open the the one that's 20 years old right so you have this kind of just you know cycle of 20 year uh what's it called and i think that would be interesting just to kind of get this you know recurring like this is what's important to you now right okay now this is what was important to kids 20 years ago and everything like that and kind of give that um give that idea to them i think that'd be kind of interesting yeah that'd be cool i'm sure some school does it i'm sure there are plenty because yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, if you're gonna do a time capsule, I think if you're a school like that, yeah, like just do it every year so kids can experience it. I mean, you got 20 years of kids that contribute and they don't get the second half of it, you know. But right. They lay they lay the groundwork. They're the the trailblazers and everything. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, let us know what would be in in your time capsule. What what are you throwing down? And, you know, what are you getting rid of? <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't need this anymore. I'm just going to throw this in the time capsule. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let us know what you guys get. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe at the end of the year, maybe we will do a 2020 time capsule. If you want to send us something <laughs> for the time capsule, <laughs> let us know. And we will, we will then figure out accommodations to have something last for 20 plus years or something like that. Yeah. And find a place where we can bury it that will be accessible. Um, yeah. What, uh, what are we doing to, for triggered memory today? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, car history, but not of like what cars you owe have owned. But let's talk about okay. let's talk about uh, car times that were bad, uh, ticket <laughs> ticket times or uh, crash times. Uh, crash times at crash times. Okay, let's start. You know, maybe what what was your first uh, car crash where you were the uh, the faulty? Oh. Um, the, the only time I've actually hit another car with my car was, I don't know, I'd probably say it was about 10 years ago. Um, I was at a light and was like, oh shoot. I need to be in this other lane. And then like, I like went to back up and somebody came into the lane behind me. Uh huh. And so I like stopped as they were coming up. So like we bumped bumpers 
but it wasn't like, I mean, I don't know. I would be at fault because I was reversing in the middle of the road. Right. Right. But, you know, if I was a jerk and there was damage or whatever and everything, I could easily just be like, I wasn't reversing. That's crazy. You hit me from behind. It's obviously your fault. Right. Right. But there wasn't any damage or anything. It was this nice lady. Um, she just, you know, I was like, I ran out. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, you know, know you're going to change lanes. And she's just like, oh, let's look. Okay, there's nothing. Okay. And the light turned green and I jumped back in my car. And, <laughs> and drove away. Um, and with her permission, drove away. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's like Damn. the only time that I've been at fault at... Um, crashing into another car the only other accident kind of thing that i've been in that was quote unquote my fault is i hit a pothole and it popped my tire it didn't pop my tire it broke the wheel hub of my wheel and my tire like popped out and like jammed into the fender of my car into the wheel well and everything like that. And so I had to call my insurance to get that completely repaired and all that kind of different stuff. But, um, yeah, that's really it. I haven't been at fault for um, any real accidents or anything. What about you? Hmm? Oh, I've had my share hmm? of, uh, of, car tri- <laughs> of car tribbles. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so... The first time I was the fault man, I wish, um, I don't know. I say it was probably a year or a year and a half or something after I got my license. It was a while after. Ooh, so you're still a minor. Oh, probably. yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm driving down my street. Right, I'm living with my parents. Obviously, I'm driving down my street, and uh, mm-hmm. and I decide, uh, oh my, uh, my tape adapter is not working well. Children, look <laughs> look it up. It was essential. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so I, I just trying to because you like, got your disc man that has like memory, you know, has right. that that tiny bit of memory to make sure it doesn't skip. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. So I'm uh I'm like fiddling with the cord to try to get mm-hmm. stereo sound because it's shortened out somewhere, and uh, clip a truck that's parked on my street. Oof. Um, clip them just with the side of my car, like my wind, my uh, the side Bender. mirror, side mirror. Okay. No, just sides, uh-huh. just like a little side swipe. Oh, just a mirror. Okay. Um, but they're, you know, they have a nice scratch down their car and my mirror broke and, you know, it wasn't awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, uh, what do I do? I'm a dumb teenager and, uh, I don't know what I should do, but like I get out to look at the car because mm-hmm. I'm not a jerk. Um, <laughs> and, and this lady comes barreling out of the house. And she's like, 
She's like, who's gonna pay for that? Someone's gonna pay for that because my husband's a police officer. And I was like, great. No. Like, this is my first accident. And I got an angry mom, Mm -hmm. an angry lady. I assume she was a mom. She was an angry lady and uh, (laughs) whose husband was a police officer who was going Mm -hmm. to, you know, and someone was gonna pay. Oh, dude, it was really bad, and I felt really bad, and there were some tears, I'm, and uh, the guy kind of came out, and he talked to me. He was a little heated at first, but then he was like, look, just go down to the police station and file a report. It's fine. Oof. It's fine. Um, right. Still scary still. Yeah, he's just like, I just want there to be a record. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have the cops come now and do it themselves. Like, that's a waste. You just go down. Promise me you'll go down so that, like, my insurance will take care of it. File the police report. And it, right. it's cool. And I and he was very nice. And uh, I lucked the jazz out. And mm-hmm. uh, I went down to the police station and did all that stuff. And, uh, you know, no repercussions you know, no points on my license or anything like that. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it was just like, well, they just need a record of it. So, whew. Um, I had plenty of speeding tickets, though, and those racked up the points on my license real bad. Um, at one point, I was one ticket away from losing my license, and then I got, and then I got that ticket, and I went to the... The hearing, and they're like, look, you're a kid, we get it, you know, I, I mean, I'm I'm a year out of high school, it's all, basically, and right. within whatever that is, because I started driving as a sophomore, so it was like four years of driving, I had uh-huh. <laughs> got enough speeding tickets that I should have lost my license, and they were like, we'll put you on a year suspension, or a year, Pro- year probation. probation, if you get another mm-hmm. ticket, it's gone. During that time frame. Mm-hmm. And if not, then, uh, you know, I, I don't remember. I think the last ticket would be not counted against my points or something. Because okay. so technically, if I lose. Refresh or whatever. Right. It doesn't get me down to zero, but that last one would be wiped out so that I wouldn't have the amount of points to lose my license. That's how they. Right. That's how they do it in Colorado. You gain points, and if you get to a certain one or whatever, or lose. I don't know. Something like that. Um. So that was pretty close, and uh, but I didn't. I didn't get anything the next year. So, game genie that nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, driving, driving Miss Daisy style for. Yeah, dude. The next twelve months. Well. The thing is, I went uh, just shortly after that. I went on my mission, and they were like, "You have how many points on your license? You can't drive for six months." <laughs> so I had six <laughs> months handed to just me. Basically, free, yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. "You lucked out, buddy." Um, so, so yeah, um, or maybe yeah, I don't remember. But uh, dude, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of. There was a one time. I, I lucked I lucked out bad I remember this um, 
I was driving somebody home from a choir practice or something. And we were, this is again in high school, I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we come up to the stoplight and the, and the car in front of me, it's the light's green. The car in front of me starts to go and like stalls their car out or something. And they just like stop. And I was like, I'm going to hit the car. So I, I'm like, I can either hit him. Or I can swerve and maybe someone will hit me. I don't know. I'm on Academy now. I'm on Academy in Maysland. Like, right. Like, uh, for anyone from Colorado, like, there's cars there. Like, there's never not cars there. Like, uh, right. But uh, I was like, I can't just barrel into this person. So, uh, you know, and this is all within like a split second, you know. I swerved to the left and, uh, the the guy behind me in that lane basically is far enough back that he sees me coming and swerves a little bit over himself to like give mm-hmm. me room and he just pokes over so he doesn't hit anybody in the other lane and I make it in but uh oh my god I thought I thought like my car was going to get totaled I thought I was going to slam in the back of this guy and it's going to be like you re-earned him it's your fault and Oh, I swerved into the other lane. Well, that's also your fault, and you crash and all this stuff, and forty car know, like, car pile up. Like it was gonna be bad, um, right? Whew. Anyways, I've had a lot of those kind of things. Unfortunately, one time, almost the same situation, but then I swerved and somebody hit me. Um, <laughs> not oh, not that bad, but uh, I mm-hmm. did get hit, and it was. Uh, Sad day. Um, yeah, I don't know. What any any other car times that uh, that you're remembering? Well, you're talking about like you know having to go down to the police station and all that kind of different stuff. Well, when I so we had a very strict um, uh, punishment policy my mom had Uh and i had agreed upon when i got my license and everything like that um and so it was like um based on the number of like points or whatever the um you would have to I, i would be like without driving privileges you know for like a week or two weeks or whatever whatever so right um so i was very conscious of that and it was uh like always like on my mind and everything like that the one kind of accident that i i did get in so i drove this piece of crap honda civic uh-huh. that was older than i was you know that i had gotten hand me down for my sister who you know uh, like it's it was just not great, and I did the majority of the repairs myself, which just helps from friends and people I knew that knew stuff about cars, yeah, that were not actual mechanics and everything. Like, so it was just very much like cobbled together. Um, but it was somewhere within the first like six months of my driving. I was uh, coming across 
Um, I mean, for you, you'll know exactly where this is. I was coming across, um, uh, I was going on Zephyr across Union, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's a small uh, residential street that um, is at a light crossing a you know four lane boulevard, right? So I. I'm stopped. The light turns green. I start to go. And as I get across the middle, I can see there's a car um, on my right that's stopped. But the last lane, like the furthest lane over, there's a car that's just coming and is not paying attention. And just oh, no. like, and it's only like probably about, I mean, that street's like 40. So they're probably going 35, 40. Yeah. But they just are not stopping at all. Uh, like I can just see it. So once I, I'm like going to get T-boned. So I just like slam on the gas to yeah. go as fast as I can. And then I, and I turn like away so that she sees me at the last second and, you know, swerves. And so she just clips my bumper and just basically, you know, it's nice and rubber. Yeah. <laughs> My crappy rubber 80s bumper gets taken, like, off um, and everything. And, um, and you know, she pulls off onto the side street and everything. You know, she's probably in her 20s and just kind of freaking out. She's like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? Like, da-da-da. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm fine and um, all this kind of stuff. And... Um, you know, we go down to the police station together, okay. um, you know, just, just follow each other down to the police station and she like admits to everything like, yeah, I wasn't paying attention and I went through the light and, you know, hit his bumper and he was just going through at a, you know, green and da da da. So like, I was like, sweet, like <laughs> this is, you know, the way this should be happening. Cause I could, you know, easily see that going a million different ways. And, right. You know, her just not even going to the police station and me trying to do this and that and the other. Of course, I only have liability only because of people like you who are clipping, <laughs> clipping trucks. Yeah. You know, blame 16, it on, blame like, it on me. Nice. Nice. Know, my insurance, my insurance is, you know, maxed out at liability only. Um, nice. And plus my car like was, less than anything really it was not even like a 500 hundred dollar car at that point you're paying more on um, comprehensive for the year <laughs> than what your cars exactly. were yeah so um the, the interesting thing about it is i got six hundred dollars from that to fix my bumper right uh-huh um yeah there were a couple other pressing parts of my car that needed some attention specifically the master brake cylinder was leaking and so the brakes weren't as reliable as they should be uh so i used this i used the 600 bucks to fix that nice and the the bumper is really like yeah it's a big hunk of rubber that just is sitting on top of like this like um you know metal frame that you know 
imagine just like a you know a metal bar, like a metal two by four that's like mounted to the back of your car, right? Um, and that was just one corner was just kind of bulged out, so the whole thing was still there and still straight and still mounted. It hadn't broken any of the brackets off or anything. It was just one of the uh, the part that sticks farthest on the edge, which was like meh, like at you know a so it wasn't a huge a weird deal. angle. Yeah, so literally, I went to the school um, and slowly backed up against the brick wall, which is probably not the smartest decision, depending on how strong <laughs> the brick wall was and stuff. Uh-huh. And I just kind of tapped it back into place. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> using, using, the, using the school um, oh, and just kind of just like, you know, um, backed it in a couple of times uh, to where it wasn't completely straight, but it was enough to where I could hang the bumper back on there, and um, and then I just basically bolted because the rubber uh, had you know ripped all of the little uh, you know little you know things that secured all the plastic little the tabs little clips or whatever yeah 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 exactly so I just. Um, I had it duct taped on there for a while and it would fall off every once in a while and I'd have to stop and, you know, put it back and everything. And, um, you know, your sister definitely remembers that, I <laughs> but, um, driving to driving her to school and everything. Um, so eventually I just, you know, found a, uh, convenient hole in the side panel that I could just drill a hole through the bumper and just put a nut and bolt through it. So it just secured it there. Nice. For, you know, whatever time. And yeah, I mean the, yeah, that's the most interesting or like, that's the funny thing about it is like the bumper showed like zero wear. Like there was maybe like a little scuff spot, Uh but like the frame had bent out underneath it and it just, you know, popped off and everything. So like once that was on there, it was like, meh, like that works as good as new. It's fine. Yeah. Now it's got a master brake cylinder that actually works. Um, and everything like that. But nice. Um, yeah, and then as far as like, uh, this was like a real dumb ticket because I've only, I've gotten very, very few tickets in, in my life. Um, I was driving to the great sand dunes down in, uh, where is that? Durango, down by Durango, uh-huh. um, in Southern Colorado, um, awesome place if you haven't been to the great sand dunes and you live anywhere or you're traveling anywhere close like it is an awesome national park to visit and it will kick your butt because it is just hill after hill after hill after hill after hill of freaking sand and it just is yeah bring a lot of water it is (laughs) but we were driving it's this nothing road um one you know like two lanes so you're just driving and driving and driving and we were kind of on a timetable and i think i was you know going over a little bit but then like specifically like there was this like small pack of dogs there was like three or four dogs just kind of roaming and they were like in the middle of the street and i was going probably like 80 or something yeah and it was probably only 65 on this road and so like i was like uh and i like you know, slammed on brakes and stopped, um, like let these dogs, you know, kind of 
you know, scurry out of the street and everything. And then I, you know, started driving again and, you know, got back up to 80 or so and then got pulled over. And I was so frazzled by like the getting pulled over and like almost hitting these dogs and all this kind of different stuff that the cop like was like, it's like, you know, it's like, why are you going in such a hurry or something? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, officer. There was like these dogs in the middle of the road and like I almost hit them. And so like I was like, I had to like slow down. And he's like, you almost hit a dog. And so you went faster. I was like, I, I don't know. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm just like a little, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I was speeding and I apologize, whatever, whatever. And he's just like, goes back, checks my license, comes back. He's like, well, you know what? I'm only going to give you like, you know, a five over ticket because, you know, you were honest. And yes, there were dogs on the road. I don't know why that makes you go faster, but, you know, and stuff like that. And yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just, <laughs> he, just the look on it's like, uh, so you almost hit and so you're going fat. I don't understand what that means. Um, but yeah. Um yeah, I've not been not been uh, too unlucky in that regard. It's good, man. Be yeah, safe driving. Over. It's a scary yeah. big machine. Like, you know what you're yeah. doing and don't be an idiot. But, uh, mm-hmm. so that's good. That's good that you haven't had the too worst many is, issues. I mean, it's bad to be the driver, but it's also when you get pulled over and you're like the passenger and you're like, just don't do anything that rouses suspicion right just sit here and and everything and i've had other run-ins with police and everything like that and i know like you know one of the things we were i was thinking about with the time capsule and stuff i'm like you know if you put something in there that's you know with the current political climate and everything like that i would ask that you spell out that black lives black lives matter um, instead of writing just BLM, because I, you know, somebody mentioned that to me the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you mean the movement, not Bureau of Land Management. We're talking about <laughs> not going camping. All right. Right. <laughs> so. Right. But anyway, when it, you know, when it comes to, you know, um, working p- with police officers and everything like that. It's 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 a matter of making sure that they know that they have, you know, control of the situation right. and and everything like that. And so, you know, if you're concerned with what's going on, you know, you can voice your concern and everything like that, but that's their main concern is I need to make sure I know what to expect in this situation. Because anything could happen as a police officer, and it gets really scary for them, I would imagine. And so I've seen, um, I've seen it where if, if you're polite and you're dealing with it, and they will be polite back, you know. And if you're aggravated and you're um, not compliant, then they are not going to be as you know as nice and as understandable and they're you know i've seen people put in the back of a police car just to cool off 
and everything because they, you know, just were like indignant that a cop was asking them questions and things like yeah. that. So, but you know, not to say too much about that. Just I've I've had experiences where I've been around people that have not been as polite in things that I have, and yeah, I just realize, all right, like let's just all respect each other and make sure that uh, you know we have the best outcome possible. Right. But, uh, but yeah, crazy. So yeah, or just don't speed, or do that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> I mean, that should be helpful as well, because that's that's the other thing. Or, and I'm not gonna say you know I have a lot of experience, like I said, but also you know cop to it. You know, if you're speeding, you're speeding. You know. Yeah, just give him like, just straight up. Yeah. Is always best, right? Yeah, it's all about the reform. I mean, they're stopping you for a reason. If they if you're then going to lie and deny and everything like that, you're not learning a lesson. You're not like, you know, anyway. But, nice. uh, yeah. Um, should we new it up? Let's mosey on over to the new for this week. Mosey on down. Mosey on down. What is your other new, since you burned your... You're new already, and, and <laughs> question of the day. I should have done it. Um, well, I've been uh, uh, just kind of on by mistake. I started watching, uh, 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 honestly, like uh, my my daughter <laughs> okay. was like having a bad time. I was like, let's just watch a show. Um, and I was like, what is this? And I just started it, and it happened to be a. Um, a docu-series on the Disney Plus app about the making of Frozen 2, everyone's favorite, Ice Queen, Yay. Elsa, and her sister, Anna. Um, but... Uh, I still don't understand that movie. It's so weird. Which one? Frozen or Frozen 2. Or Olaf's Christmas or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the holiday special. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, uh... It did well around the world, um, but mm-hmm. uh, I started watching this docuseries. It's a, it's a making of Frozen Two. It, it chronicles the staff and crew working on this film about a year before its release date. And I haven't finished it, so I can't give you the full thing there. But uh, I found it quite interesting. Who one? like myself, who always enjoyed a, a Disney cartoon, and I always enjoyed the artistry and whatever that entailed and some backstory. Right. Uh, I, I'm a man that took a Walt Disney class in college. My One of my professors worked up a curriculum for a Walt Disney class uh, within like the communications degree. It was an elective you could take, and he went through every all things Disney, and uh, was oh, wow. super interesting, and I enjoyed it mm-hmm. very much. Um, so that's kind of stuff is interesting, and it is. And for anyone who was like, "How do they make an animated movie? What does that look like? And uh, when did the mu- the music come in? And how do they integrate that? And how long are they changing storylines? And when is it solidified? And blah blah blah." All that stuff is stuff that they go over and they're covering as they kind of go through this last year of the production. It's all very interesting. And I was pretty surprised at how unfinished they are 
so close to the deadline. I think I'm about six months in the series. I think I'm about six months out or maybe even five months out from the release date. And I think they've animated 45% of the movie at this point. Oh, dang. Like it's not, it's like not even half done. I mean, animation, obviously they've storyboarded Mm -hmm. all of it and, and they've done all these things. Um, and it's also very interesting that they do within that year, like maybe six, I don't remember the total number, but six or so like screenings of the movie starting mostly with the staff. And then there's one or two towards the end where they bring in children to watch the movie uh, before it's actually released to see if they're like half animated or yeah. So they put in all the animation that they have. So some of it's not animated. So it'll be a storyboard, you know, within the movie with the actors voices and stuff behind it. Or if, you know, Sometimes if those scenes aren't quite finalized yet, they won't even have actors' voices on it. It'll just be somebody else, like, laid it down or right. something, right? This is what this will be. And uh, and they have, of course, the storyboard artists have, have drawn all these pictures anyways with this, the, the camera angles and all this stuff of what would actually happen. So you just piece them together, uh, movie, movie you know, style, the film strip style, and that's kind of what they do for those those parts. But, I mean, right. some of them are only rough animated, so not even 100% animated. A scene might just be rough animated, so it's uh, all the details not there, but it's like your waxy, like, 3D figurines of each of the person. Like, you know, no right, detail, right. no shading, no nothing. Uh, and that'll be in there, too, all the way up to some, some piece, you know, parts and scenes that are fully animated and fully good to go. And so... And that's kind of where, like, they just did their first screening for an audience, like an uh, outside audience. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I think they're 45% done. And again, I could be off. This is what I'm remembering. Um, and so what I just described is, like, what they have in the movie for these kids and families to watch. Um but, you know, apparently it really gives them a good idea if they're on the right track or if they got to scrap huge pieces of the movie six months in uh, and trying to get it done. So Interesting. Yeah. And, and so, uh, so back a little ways, like maybe two months even prior, they still haven't, like, finalized songs necessarily. Um, Mm -hmm. like the screening before that, they had put a new song in and it didn't work. So they took it right back out and said, no. And another song that they were working on was like not working with the scene and they were holding on to it because they wanted it to work. But, uh, yeah. So there was kind of this whole chronicle of this song with the songwriters. So you meet the songwriters and, and like, what they're trying to, and you, you see how the ideas develop and get to the place where they need to be for the movie. It's really, it's really quite interesting. Uh, whether you like the movie or not, um, I would think it would be interesting for most people just to see if they have any interest in animation and movies and, and what goes behind the scenes. So, anyways, so I've been watching that a little bit this week. 
So there you go. Dang, that's that's interesting. I mean, because I would love to be part of a focus group, man. I yeah. don't know how people get to be that, you know, pulled into a mall somewhere and, you know, no, trying out I don't know. new I, they, products or something like they that. They didn't like, really go into that. They the, the, the crew drove down to San Diego to a theater mm-hmm. and... Um, they, the, the theater or some, somehow could together, they must've sent out tickets somehow and said, Hey, we're test screening a movie come down at this time, but nobody knew what it was. So none of the people that were coming to see the movie had any idea of what movie they were going to see. They just knew that it was an unreleased movie that they were going to see. And, you know, as much as that's interesting, to some people, there's probably plenty of people who got the invite and were like, uh, I'm not going to see a movie that's not out yet. It might not even be done. They want to see how it is. Like, right. That doesn't sound like a fun time to me at all. I would love that. That would be man. so – I think it would be cool too. Right. Yeah. No, that's interesting because, yeah, like, I mean – and then based off of those randos' opinion, they yeah. – they're going to kind of sit and think, well, we're on the right direction, or maybe this mm-hmm. isn't working and we need to retool this, or maybe maybe they have to scrap a, like a, even a whole scene, if not more. Like, it seems right, pretty right. stressful. And, yeah. and I think at this point they said there was like 300 members on their team working on that movie at that point. Um, 300 different people, like... Doing different things. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. No, I hear you. So, no, that is, uh, yeah. So, Disney Plus, there you go. Check it out if if that interests you. Frozen. Frozen 2. Frozen 2. I mean, yeah, like, if nothing else, obviously, it's, it's very interesting to have this animation style and everything like that, because... I mean, yeah, I mean, I wonder how how they reworked it back in the day, you know, when it was just... Uh, well, they had a handful yeah. of, of artists. Yeah. There was a handful, right. not very much. Right. And so if you, you, like, if you had a character, you drew everything in the movie for that particular character. Mm-hmm. You know, back in like Snow Snow White days. Well, that's like the first movie they ever made. But like you know, right. any of those golden age stuff. Basically, if you drew, you know, if you drew Pinocchio, you're drawn Pinocchio basically through the whole thing. I, I think for the most part, um, right? Where were these days? Like in this movie. Uh, Gosh, they said there was a there could be up to thirty different people, if not more than that, who who were were uh, responsible for like one character, and like uh, they they talked to this one girl who was doing a scene, and, and she was animating Elsa for this one particular scene, and the scene in question was like. 30 seconds long. That was it. 
Mm-hmm. So they're doling out like 30 second pieces and it all has to be cohesive and it all has to look like the same character and like respond in the same way and like body language and all the, that's crazy to me. Anyways, I'm, I'm belaboring right. the point, but that, but so go check it out if you, if you care. So hmm. how about you? Well, speaking, yeah. speaking of movies. Yes, sir. I um, I recently went back to the theater. Say, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, our good friends B and D uh, were kind enough to invite us to a uh, private screening. Um, that the yeah that the movie theater is now you know putting out there. Um, so you you go and you. Get your uh, popcorn and your soft drinks and stuff. Uh-huh. And they were like, well, uh, we can't, um, like, we have this set up for you guys, you know. So there's a bunch of tubs of popcorn there and a couple, a bunch of empty um, drink, you know, drink holder things uh-huh. called cups. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise cups. Um and um they yeah you just kind of fill it up there and uh you go in but you can't like really come out and do like a refill and stuff like that right you know covid covid stuff and they gotta take everything down and sanitize it and everything like that so so yeah so they're just kind of doing these private screenings and everything to um because it's you know easier they're not they're not worrying about that many people and stuff like that right and so um but yeah, it was it was very interesting to be back in the theater because like even just walking in, it's it's just eerie. I'm sure it's just you a know? ghost town, and you're like, why are we allowed to be here? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. And you know, you think like, oh man, like it's it's too bad. I mean, if you were gonna do an independent film, like this is the time to do it. <laughs> You know, yeah, because this is like you could easily just rent out a place that's been closed for you know a couple right. of, couple of weeks here, and you know have a whole mall to yourself, you know, right? Kind of a thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, we watched uh, Despicable Me, the first one. Uh, the first one. They had a yes. private screening of Despicable Me. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, I'm having a yeah. bad, bad day. Yeah. Basically, because it's, um, yeah, like they just kind of have like a list of movies that they can show. And Interesting. Um, they wanted to do something that the kids could watch and everything, their grandkids, and go running around and, and everything like that. Um, yeah, cause that's the thing is like, yeah, you get a private screening it's like, and they had like, you know, uh, like a one year old and everything. It's like, yeah, if he's running around, just that's totally fine. You know, um, <laughs> no one's here going to get mad. You know, no, nobody's, nobody's going to get mad, you know, just kind of doing your own thing and, and everything like that. And, oh, so much popcorn though. Holy cow. Cause yeah. like they had, I mean, there was only like a handful of us and so, we're like, oh, well, there's like, you know, 20 tubs of popcorn here. Everybody take two. And like, 
uh, like, holy cow! It was so much, so much. So <laughs> I'm staring at uh, half a tub of popcorn that you know we took home with us right now. Yeah, that we're still uh, still working on and everything like that. And it's just, um, but yeah, it was it was just definitely interesting to be to be back in the theater and like how the movie experience really is in a theater versus a um, just watching it at home. Cause like right. a lot of times you're like, Oh yeah, we can watch this at home and you know, it's, it's fine. But the theater really does like a very good job of enveloping you and sure. making it as this is what you're doing. This is the activity that, you know, we're, you know, we're very focused here, you know, the sound quality and the picture quality and all that kind of different stuff really like ropes you in right. versus, you know, going home and you're just like, yeah, like I'm just going to lay on the couch and move around and da, 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 da. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Well, different experience. yeah. At home nowadays, it seems like if me and my wife get to watch a movie, it's like in bed before we go to sleep and, uh-huh. We're not finishing that thing. We're gonna fall asleep halfway through, and we're like, "Dang it, right. we really wanted to see that." And and uh, now the experience is a little bit, you know, very best interrupted. <laughs> you know, worst mm-hmm. case, it's we kind of ruined it. Um, right. So yeah, dude, we missed the theater. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool that you got to do and, that. Yeah. So I mean. It reminds me a lot of when I um, when I first went to, uh, to Canada mm-hmm. for my mission and stuff, and like um, you know hadn't seen like an a, you know legit movie for a while, and then um, I saw the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where he's going through the different trials Uh to get to the Holy Grail and just like watching that and just being like, Oh my gosh, Spielberg, you like, you are amazing. (laughs) Like just the emotional (laughs) response that you are like, you know, and you had seen it, you know, a million times and everything like that. But at that point it was just like, hadn't been exposed to it for a long time or, yeah. The other one would be um, when I first saw the trailer for um, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, and the point, uh, same thing. Like, I hadn't seen a movie in several, several months. And then I just saw the trailer for this. And it's just, like, no audio at all. I'm just watching it while I'm in line for the gro- at the grocery store. And I'm just, like you know, trying to get her to ring me up. Like I got like this trailer's going to start over and I got to go over there and turn up the volume. On this <laughs> I got to see it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I got to see what's going on here and everything like that. And, um, yeah, it's just like, I mean, no wonder they have these focus groups, right. Right. That, you know, and they change things and they do reshoots and they, you know, are investing hundreds of millions of dollars into some of these movies and stuff like that. Um, but like I really thought about that. Like it's interesting because it, it, it tr- like they try so hard to invoke, you know, emotional responses 
from you, right? You know, as much as possible, whether it's just being funny or being dramatic or being, you know, like actually tugging at your heartstrings and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the movie industry just kind of walking in there and being like, "Oh man, I I hope this is able to bounce back." Yeah, man. Because it's 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 it was such a big big thing like we're walking in and we're seeing all of these movie posters um and everything like that that um you uh you're like i don't even know when this movie's gonna come out you know like they built it they they put a ton of money into it it took them two years to you know get it all done and you know owl an hour of edit or an hour (laughs) an hour to editing and it's done no, like, you know, a year of editing <laughs> and post-production, right. like you were just, you know, you were talking about, and then it's like, well, crap, that's, you know, like 500, or like, you know, $200 million for like, you know, Fast and the Furious 9 or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, ah, where where is that going to go? Like, and it's it's a question of like, how long do you hang on to that? You know what I mean? Like, right. If you hang on to it for, you know, two years, is there going to be an audience for it still? Probably fast and furious. Yeah. But like some of these movies, maybe not. And you know, well, uh, I haven't gone into depth looking into any of these movies that released to home tickets, basically early access, you know, Movies, mm-hmm. but I wonder how any of them did. I assume that some of them did pretty well, being as everyone was home and couldn't go to the theaters. But uh, oh, well, you know that doesn't it? that doesn't help the movie theater, of course, in any way. So, Trolls Two, yeah. Um, Hit me with the numbers. Well, I guess this. Isn't as impressive as I thought. <laughs> uh, Universal made over seventy-seven million dollars in revenue for Trolls Two from domestic so far. Okay, like I know that there's been some like some debate on um, whether they should do that kind of stuff, and like you know, are people gonna uh, pull their uh, you know? you know, not show movies and stuff like that. Right. Um, from certain studios because um, they're like, oh, well, you know, if you're just going to release it at home, you know. Um, so Trolls World Tour made Universal, um, made in three weeks on demand what Trolls did in five months. Really? That's what so, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So Universal Trolls World Tour, or Trolls 2, uh, racked over nearly $100 million in rental fees in the last three weeks. This is back in April. Um, wow. Uh, while the f- uh, figure is smaller than the $150 million in the first uh, Trolls. Uh, but that was, you know, 
over like its whole release and everything. So in three weeks, it made, you know, sixty-six uh, percent of the same, you know, the same money. So, and I wonder if that's like people watching it, just like kids watching it, like again and again and again and again. Or I mean, that's like it could be part of it, right? Because most mm-hmm. of those you get it and you have forty-eight hours to watch it, but as soon as mm-hmm. you watch it. Uh, I mean, you, you no, you have a certain ah, I forget. You have like a week to start it, but as soon as you started mm-hmm. it, you only have forty eight hours. So if it's after you know after those two days, you know, I wonder how many kids were like, I want to watch that movie again. People were like, uh, okay, let me drop another twenty bones and let's get it. Um, I wonder. I I think. I think it's kind of twofold is number one. Yes. You're probably going to get people that are like, you know, we got to rent it more than once. Right. You know, Cause our kids, you know, cause you know, they watched trolls a hundred times. So now they're going to watch this one. Right. You know, a hundred times think, and stuff like that. Right. But I almost think like, uh, another, um, aspect of it is especially a movie like that. Like I'm looking at these other movies um, that didn't make that kind of money. Um, they're more like, um, you know, older oriented and stuff like that. Right. Um, let me see what the, the titles are here. Like, uh, the invisible man, the hunt, Emma, like, you know, they didn't make nearly that kind of money. Right. Um, and everything like that. But if you think about it, having, Two kids yourself, right? Yeah, dude, we we watched it. Like, we're part of <laughs> but that. Would number. you have taken your Would you have taken your kids to a theater? Is it easier to rent a movie for twenty bucks that you know than to to take two children? Yeah, for sure. Under the age of four. Yeah, to a movie for sure. Yeah. Okay. So it's just that that same. Same kind of thing, it's like convenience. yeah, your kid's gonna be pausing and running around and having to go to the bathroom and whatever. It's like, well, yeah, just do that all in the comfort of your own home. Right, twenty bucks is less than you would spend at the movie theater anyway. Yeah, for a family or even for two people, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I could imagine part of that money went from like yeah, over five months, people. We're like, yeah, maybe we should go see it. Like, okay, well, like, you know, I'll take the two older kids this time and then, like, we can go later, like, whatever, and, like, working out some weird system so it's not like, you know, let's spend 60 bucks on tickets and food and everything for all these kids. Where it's like, yeah, 20 bucks and, you know, you know, we get an evening where the kids just are glued to the TV. Sure. You know, why not? And so it's just right. like that decision is a ton easier than like, oh, let's get Packing everybody them up together. And going, and for sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, so probably- when they get older, I want them to experience the theater and to do that. So hopefully, come oh, on, yeah, theaters, come sad. back, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. That, uh, right. Yeah, man. But yeah, I know there was like dispute over like some of the theaters. They were like, if you do this again, you know, we're going to not show any of your studio's stuff anymore because, um, 
yeah, like that's not cool. <laughs> Like but they were like, we're doing it because but... of the situation. We wanted to get it out yeah. so people had something to watch and the entertainment. And mm-hmm. we still have, you know, we can still broker a mm-hmm. distribution deal with you. Like, that's not a big deal. Once you're open, you can't make threats if you can't take our movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Eh, that's a... Eh. But... I don't know. We'll see. Interesting situation but yeah, man. Uh, but yeah so that was that was way cool just to kind of have that you know again that new experience even for a movie like that where it's just like yeah i've seen this before and everything but like i i frankly paid more attention to it um at the movie theater you know just yeah that's what you're doing for sure then um then i would have and kind of caught a couple of couple of things that i might have right not i just I'm sorry to say, like, it's just not as good as like the Pixar movies, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> like not, they but just it's don't still, put the, the first one. They don't put the effort in. The first Despicable Me is pretty good, but yeah, yeah. I like you know recognizing the voice actors, and you're like, oh wow, okay, that's cool, the, dude. There's a ton of people mm-hmm. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Tons. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, but. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. uh, that is that's the episode we did for it. this evening, today, yes. and whenever you're listening to this. Whenever so, you want. Go back and binge it. Yeah. If you, so, um, yeah, if you, if you can, look at renting yourself a, uh, theater, um, get a bunch of, you know, a couple of friends together and, you yeah, know, man. do it up, you know, in... As long as you know you're you know who you're you're with, you're not gonna be infecting everybody supposedly and um wear your mask and Game on. take all of our advice because we obviously know what we're talking we're about. So we can, smart, dude. <laughs> we're putting it on the internet. We haven't had the sickness, either of us. Probably. Yeah. But maybe we both have had it. We don't know. Maybe we both have had it. <laughs> maybe we're both strong enough to have, you know, already overcome. But Right. Yeah. But, uh, no, we uh, appreciate you guys. And hit us up with your uh, own triggered memories. Yeah. Your own. Uh, give us the question of the day. For sure. If you have one. Tell us your car, to your car problems. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your tickets and your smashes and crashes. Smashes, crashes, and what would you leave for somebody to open 50 years from now? Some Jello. Some uh, I would love to see a jello mold building. Yeah. Exactly. Alright guys. Alright. Have a good one. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.